0: Hello everyone and welcome back to A Sentient Future, where we live intentionally. This is episode 67 and builds on the last couple of episodes where I talked about, uh, namely the big idea that I had as it related to version 2.0 of the sentient worldview and noticing that we, uh, as people and different objects, are more so processes than we are things, Uh, We have inputs, we have outputs, we carry some form of inventory, we interact with that, you know, around us. And I've given the soul a lot more thought. Uh, We talked about body, mind, and soul being the three sort of categories of self. And again, not necessarily subscribing to soul as it is traditionally defined, but using it largely as a category for some of the practical pieces of life that are... uh, that we think maybe fit into that individual or consciousness uh, type type category, and uh, call it a means to an end, as it were. So the progress I think I've made here is overcoming the issue I had with the souls indivisibility, and. The mind and the body, as I mentioned, I think, in the last episode, they are networks, right? The body can be considered a network of different tissues or systems, and cells, atoms, that kind of thing, all working together. Uh, the mind, a network of uh, knowledge, effectively, of uh, different synapses and neurons all working together, uh, ideas that are connected to one another and trigger... You know different memories because they're they're linked or they were stored that way. Now, the soul seemed like it was this indivisible entity, and it made it difficult to think of it in any to- sort of uh, similar way or parallel way and The progress I think I've made is rather than look at the soul as a our social network. Right, Uh, that it you know contains anyone other than who we consider to be ourselves, Uh, because that would be kind of counterintuitive. Um, That it is in fact our sense of self at different time periods, or rather, it is the social network we have with ourself at different time periods. So think of be yourself being connected to your five-year-old self uh, or your current self being connected to your five-year-old self to your 12-year-old self uh, to your 75-year-old self who um, you have some vision of who you will be um, in in the future whether those are aspirations or predictions or concerns or worries uh, that part is somewhat immaterial but when we look at our soul as a network of as a social network that we have with ourself at different time periods, then a lot really fits nicely and it becomes quite practical. Um, in particular, uh, we have the concept of having a relationship with ourself, right? ideas like self-love or self-loathing uh, these are things obviously they can t- be taken into the context part of the sentient worldview the second skill again we're still sort of talking about the first one the sensing self but from a relationship standpoint you know we can create joy in other people's lives we can earn trust and joy and trust at least per pluchik's emotional model uh yield love and so self-love If you think about it as as having a relationship with yourself, either your future self or your past self, are you doing things today that bring your future self greater joy? Or are you experiencing things today that are a result of your past self maybe not having planned further ahead? Or maybe you are enjoying the fruits of your labor and um, you are enjoying yourself. And and at the same time, uh, can you trust yourself? What kind of diligence do you have what type of discipline right do you have to do that which you tell yourself you will do or which you promise yourself you will do there there is such a thing as self-trust um so that from a quantity and quality of relationship standpoint um that becomes really a way we can measure our, our soul is how many connections do we have mentally to the different times in our life, past and future and present, uh, and how good are those connections how How good of a relationship if you were to meet yourself in a few years' time, would you get along with yourself or would you be angry uh, with yourself um, think you know think of these different i mean even physically right we regenerate cells, we are not even the same bodies you know, a few years down the road, um, very different, in fact, uh, and our minds and our beliefs and our the information that we have and what we forget, too, um, that all changes. So while it's this one continuous experience, uh, it does seem like if you take it at discrete times along that um, continuum, right, of, of that experience, age 5, age 12, age 75, that you can think of those snapshots of you as not different people but as people um may be different different enough that the concept of having a relationship with that person makes sense so that's one of the neat things that falls out of it um and there is you know this idea that how you treat other people uh, or maybe some of your virtues which largely it seems have to do with your treatment of other people that you can still be virtuous and uh, that a lot of those still make sense, even if you were, say, a hermit and lived alone. That you don't necessarily need a ton of other relationships uh, for all of these parts of our soul to still be uh, relevant. So so that's nice because, um, you know, if it weren't for that, then... It would be tough to, to argue that virtues uh, mattered, right when you were on your own. Uh, but I do believe they do because there's a a sense of duty we have to our future selves, and whether we um, whether we take that seriously or not kind of depends on on who we are. Now, some of the other categories, I know this will all get documented, obviously later, but inventory inputs and outputs. When I was looking at this from a relationship or a social network standpoint, these were different contacts that we had in our social network, uh, the, largely the nodes to which we were connected and the connections themselves, the edges were the relationships. So here, um, the rather than other contacts, they are ourselves at different times. And the uh, inputs and outputs are really uh, what used to be encounters Uh, With other people is now so us the times where we are thinking of ourselves at a different time, including the present. So that's you know current self reflection as well as uh, reflection on the past and or predictions of the future. So anytime we do that, we effectively connect to, with, or meet ourselves at a different time. Um, Whether that's accurate or not depends on our memory or depends on our ability to forecast. Uh, But I'd argue. When you meet someone for the first time, uh, there's a lot that you don't know about them. So it's not like we should expect perfection, I think, in um, understanding who it, ourselves when we meet them uh, at a different time. Um, and then the outcomes or outputs from that process is having a connection, is the connection itself, is the relationship uh, with, uh, with ourself the uh, let's see another one here so we talked about bias and then process and purpose here so bias with the body it was sort of muscle memory these are the things, all other things equal that our body is more likely to do than not Uh, habits same thing with, uh, but for the mind and then for the soul uh, it was really I think it came down to what it is that we value Uh, so all other things equal we're going to act in a way that is consistent with what we value either short-term or long-term the process is you know really growth of what I'm calling not this social network per se but there's a difference between is an internet work which interestingly enough is the same <clears throat> uh, word that the word internet came from now that was used primarily for connected computers you can say that the relationships that we have externally with other people, uh, that is also an inter-network, is a network with other people uh, aside from ourselves. Um, but as far as the soul is concerned, its purpose really, or another purpose, but the process is really the growth of our social intra-network. And that is <clears throat> a, a more full understanding or a, a larger Rolodex let's say, of ourselves at different times. And what that really does then is if we get to know ourselves either in our past, either through journaling or in our future, uh, as in terms of really forecasting well and thinking about our ambitions and how we're going to get there, then we start to know these many versions of ourselves throughout our, our life, regardless of what point we are currently in, which is, I guess, the present at all times, but we get to really know ourselves. And so that's where self-awareness comes in. It is both an awareness of who we are, what our mind and bodies are currently doing, as well as what our minds and bodies were doing and will be doing um, in these different time frames, right? So with these other uh, versions of ourselves, And so I think when that is consistent with the theme or the the spirit of of self-awareness as i understand it and that the point of self-awareness really is to not do things that aren't consistent with what your future self will be unhappy with and if you've given concerted thought if you try tried to meet your future self by making predictions uh, and or aspirations, setting goals, strategies, that type of thing, then I think you are in a much better place uh, to have the power anyways to act today in a way that is going to bring your future self joy or sustained joy, call it fulfillment. So I, I see that as, as where the self-awareness fits in. The purpose of the soul, um, rather than being Uh, Well, I haven't talked about the other ones so much, but it's largely around self-actualization. So is that, you know, achieving our our vision, our mission, our legacy uh, for our life? Um, What do we aspire to be or do or meet or love or that type of thing? Um, I'll end it there for now, Um, but I just wanted to share, I guess, the good news that I think I've overcome this hurdle of parallelism and trying to get over the fact that the soul seemed indivisible, the self seemed indivisible, and or not the self, but the soul anyways. And I think I've overcome that in a useful way, in a practical way, um, by thinking of ourselves at different times in our life, both past, present, and future, as slightly different people that are worth knowing, um, worth remembering, worth uh, trying to understand or being empathetic towards. Um, so that we can act accordingly today in a way that does right by them, in the same way that we might do right by uh, others um, that are not ourselves. So anyways, with that, I'll uh, I'll leave it. But I really appreciate your time and attention and uh, this stream of consciousness. I look forward to documenting this and letting you know uh, how it goes. But thank you very much. Take care. Until next time, live intentionally. Sentient future out.